Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Because I wanted to ask you, what, where do you stand on, like, film remake? Because you know, I have cover, obviously you have cover versions with songs, don't you? Like, that's just the way it is. Do you want film the native remake? Go on. Blade Runner. I wonder they have done. Yeah. So I mean, I just forget. They've done them all. No, no, they haven't. Well, they've done so, well, go on, what's what's the answer? What, which one did they need to no, go on, I can guess this. Go on then. Um What film did they need to remake? There's no way you're not saying yes when I say it. See, most of the films that are good, you don't want them to remake it because they're good. That's the this thing. Can be with this, modern, can be, this can be improved with modern cameras, CGI, stuff like that. Because the good one's good. Yeah. The, sorry, the original one's good. But there's a few moments in it where you go... Blade? No. The CGI and Blade, shocking. I liked Blade, mate. I, I did, but when you watch the CGI now, it looks like something... I'll give you, you a clue. You, you could do better on your phone now. I think this is from the 80s. I think it might be 90, maybe. Maybe, but... It, it's if, not Terminator If I had to guess, it's like 1988. So it's not Terminator. Total Recall. Oh, no, they've made, remade Total Recall. 88. You're in the realm. Yeah. So it's, we're talking like Schwarzenegger or um, Sliced Alone. You're time. on the right path in a big way. So right. It's not Total Recall because he's already done that. What else did he do? It's not Commando because there's not really. I might try and find it tonight. There's not CGI in that. Top. What is? It's the sort of film that Janine is not gonna watch. She's just gonna fuck off upstairs and play on her phone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right. Tell you what. Get involved. Yeah. That's always the case in our house. Uh, Or one of us goes upstairs. Um, Steve puts a bit of war porn on. Everyone just leaves. See, I started Blackheart down again last night. Do you know what? When I used to work at the cinema, and um, I ended up leaving because I made a knob of myself at Christmas Day, but I. um, I used to work in the cinema in Trafford Centre when I was going through my, you know, life's going really well phase. Um, and there was a problem in one of the screens, like the aircon or something wasn't working. They needed someone to sit in it just all day, basically. That was like my second day in the job and it was Black Hawk Down. So I watched that film like five times on. It's good quite film. long, in it? It's like good two film. hours. Good film, though. Good film. Is it, well, coming from you, I was going to say, is it how accurate is it? Because I was asking you about these war films. Some parts of it is really bang on. Yeah. Like, especially when they're sort of putting a perimeter around that building and stuff like that. Then when they're doing strafing runs on the, like, the building side towards the end, you're just like, 
Because to me, it looked real, but obviously I've not been in the, in the army. We'll get, we've got some suggestions or some answers to your question. We're going to do a quiz in a bit as well. I've got a quiz for you. Um, right. Amaya Kakali says Predator. No. Um, Manchester. Well, I bet that would be good. They've like they've not remade Predator, have they? They've done like haven't they done about thirty Predator films now, like Alien versus Predator, Predators. Yeah, Predator, it's probably a bit like fucking Fast and the Furious fifty four. Yeah, it? that's Running Man says so. Yes. Is that the answer? Yes. Oh, do you know what? You're right because have you seen right? You know what always burns my head out in Running Man when they're in that prison, right? The prison, and it's like you need the code to get in, and the the prison guards are just on the laptop putting in the code, and my man's just looking there, and he's like, I've got the code. And then it's like, then they escape. It's shocking. Yeah, that there's is bits, like, there's bits of how is this a prison? Where you just go, I think with modern technology, the future this story, a bit like they did with Total Recall, where they put it forward into like a pretty grimy sort of set. You go, mm. what a film we've got on our hands here. Yeah. Who plays Schwarzenegger's character, The Rock? Oh, that's a question, isn't it? The Rock, in it? Yeah, I love The Rock. No, I, I, only because my kids love Moana and he's he's um, he's in that and he's marrying that. Yeah, I think The Rock because he's massive and he he could handle that, couldn't he? he could you can believe that he can batter people? Like the uh, the guy that was all fucking LED'd up in the little car thing. That's not not Sub Zero's the 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 the, the, the ice hockey guy. ice hockey guy in here. Dynamo, Dynamo, Dynamo. Like that car's wank. <laughs> Let's have it right. A 2023 20, version of that. I'm, I'm 43 gangster. years old, right? I reckon I could outrun that car. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, I, I reckon you could pick that car up. Google it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, running man. Yeah. And I want you to observe. I like the way you've given me something really hard to spell. And, and, um, you know. The the like onesie that he's in. Oh, yeah. Because it's old school Adidas. They'll be, if they sold that, it'd be some of these pricks in Northern Quarter cutting about in a thing. I mean, oh, mate. That is absolutely gorgeous, that. Um, it's let me... Adidas, isn't it? Is, is it Adidas? I'm pretty sure it's Adidas, isn't it? No, that's, the, that's when he's in the final. I think there's a bit where he's cutting about the gap where it's not quite. Is that not, there's, there's a little, I can't see it. Hang on a minute. It's, so, oh, it's just got his name, Richards, on it. Right. Ben so, Richards. Have I, have I invented this? Let's not do this thing again. Because you worry me when you invent things, because then you back yourself and argue with me. <laughs> The evidence suggests they invented this. Right, okay. Well, anyway, the running man, it is because I know a bit of, um, I know a few fa facts about the running man. Really? You see how you're like, um, yeah, um, you know, you're into your army, you're into your coaching and all that. I'm into my films, man. I like to go down a rabbit hole. So it was, I think it was Starsky, is it Paul Michael Glazer from Starsky Nutsu who directed this? Directed low, that? Yeah. Low budget. Didn't know that. That's why. Oh, it's a low budget, is it? Yeah. I know who, you know who that. Thunk it? I know. Usually Varney, though, there's a bit of cash behind his films in the 80s, isn't there? But yeah. Apparently there and he the took thing. it all, yeah. and it was 14 quid left well, for the set. Well, that was it. There was like, so all these ideas he had, it was like, you know, you ain't doing that. Well, what about, I've got an idea of printing the note. Forget that. Well, what about, no. We'll film it in this warehouse. We'll get the guy that does Wheel of Fortune, whatever it is, or Price is Right, to, to play, you know, Killian. And off you pop. But... What I like about that is it's a bit of a who's who of some sort of, you know, 80s actors in it. Because you've got a few decent ones in there. And I love the bit with Buzzsaw. Mm. That's quality, that. Do you know what I mean? Good what's, film. What, what he says Good film it? for a shit budget. Though. It is. Like, this This saw's a part of me. Now I'm going to make it a part of you. I love that. 
It's proper 80s, that. I love that. Um, yeah, remake it, right. So The Rock's in The, the Running Man. Uh, we've got a few super chats that I'll get to because someone, Suvik, has gone super chat crazy. Um, I'm going to read all three of his out. He's gone, currently we have the Glazers, but we support the club. The Glazers are donors to Republicans who are implicated in war crimes, trying to take away people's rights. The Glazers are from Florida, the worst state in the US, so we continue to hit our new owners from Q. We will still love Man U. Implication that we voiced this before... Oh, imper important that we voiced this before the takeover. We need good custodians, not unlimited money. Right, fair enough. Um, yeah, some valid points there about the ownership. We'll get to the ownership in a minute. Um, other people talking about remakes. As Kabaz says, Misery needs a remake. Have you seen Misery? Uh, not for a long-ass time, I would say. It is a good film. Well, I think you could remake Misery because I think there's two reasons why you re remake a film. One, if you can improve it, like you said there, technology's moved on where you can make Running Man with a decent budget and it looks like... Because the problem is it's set in the future and now we're past where it's meant to be set. What, what was it? I think it's set? set in like 2021 or something. And it's like... Well, we've, the world's not like... Yeah, fair play. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... Actually, yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> um, so, like, it's not that futuristic. So, there's like, if you can improve it... And also, if you can bring it to an audience that have never seen it. And I think with Misery, there is a big audience there that probably haven't seen it. Because Kathy Bates is mint. I think she won an Oscar for it. James Cairn's mint in, in Misery. But I think you could do a lot more of it now. What film is a good film that you'd like to see done by a new by a different director that oh. you go, oh, I'd like to see what his take on that would That's be? That's a really, really good. I'd like to see um, Remains of the Day done by Quentin Tarantino. I don't think I know what Remains of the Day is. <laughs> it's a Merchant Ivory film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think, what's a film that's really good, but actually... Well, do you know what? Because I've got a film that on, I don't you give me yours. that good, but I'd love to see this guy's take on it. Memphis Bell by Christopher Nolan. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's a shout. That's a shout. Because Christopher Nolan's elite, isn't it? And Memphis Bell's actually a decent film, from what I recall. Yeah, it's probably not aged well, though. This is the... For those who don't know, this is the American bomber pilot, innit? And they're all in the plane. Last mission. Last mission. I bet, do you know what? I've seen it. I barely remember it. I remember the guy... Christopher that, Nolan just drag it out, on it, and make it suspense. Has he, made, has he made a bad film, Christopher Nolan? Probably. No, I... I what, what, is he a director, though? Because everything I think he goes down as producer, doesn't he? Not no, he's, he, does both, he does a bit of everything. Him and his brother, I think he does writing, directing, and producing. Where's he from? He's from England, isn't he? He's, he is, but he's, got an, he's like one of those. He's like Lloyd Grossman. Do you know, like, one of those... Transatlantic accents. Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic, yeah. So I think he was born in <clears> London, grew up in New York or whatever. Yeah. So he's got a bit of a twang to him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that, that sort of thing. <laughs> but he always hits, doesn't he? Like Memento. Oh, um, my God. Oh, Inception. See, Steve, you're going to hate me right now. I'm, this is the one film opinion I've got, and I am on my own, and I know I am, right? And I know I am. So I'm not, you know, I didn't like Dunkirk. I, I have watched it fucking a half dozen times. That doesn't surprise me. Amazing. I'm not gonna. Do you know why it's defend great? Defend my opinion. I'm Do you just, know why it's great? That's me. Because you don't see the anime. 
There is that, right? I thought the, I thought it was a bit. The whole time jump thing didn't was unnecessary. Yeah, I mean it, it, that. I think, he, did he make this after Interstellar? I think, yeah. Yeah, so I and think I thought, he was like, I like this. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. And also the fact that the way they made out was like, we, we sent three planes over the channel during that, like during the, the, the evacuation of Dunkirk when it was like, you know, where's the RDF in this? It's just got Tom Hardy and two others. Um, so yeah, I, and I think part of the problem was, it was, I was so giddy for it. I love a bit of war films, not as much as you do, obviously. You're watching the cinema? Yeah. Yeah. When we meet, I, I think, I think we were with family. Um, the best film I've ever seen in cinema though was Saving Private Ryan. No, I watched in the cinema. Did you not? Well, we got stoned before we went to watch it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I, we didn't. Yelping and that. Yeah, I th honestly thought I was in you know Omaha Beach at one point because <laughs> it's like, and it was when the Trafford Centre just opened. So I don't know, but I, I imagine in Joylston, wherever you grew up, there was a cinema like that. You went to your local cinema. Big assumption. Right. Well, in Ermston, there was the Curzon. We used to go Showcase, mate. Oh, did you? Oh, in Salford Keys. No. Oh, in, no, in um, town. In Bellevue. Bellevue, sorry, Bellevue. Right, so. For a treat, we go Salford Keys. Usually went to the Curzon in Ermston, right? It was, the, the screen, people can't see. This screen is probably the screen in, in the Curzon, yeah? And it was like. Ashton had a similar one. Yeah. With the dead spring, you'd like red velvet seats. Red velvet there. seats, everyone's smoking. The screen's terrible. You know, your AirPods are probably louder than the speakers. <laughs> it's one of them, right? But it's your local cinema. And if you want to pay two quid and go and watch a film, you go in now or you ain't going. We went to the, the Trafford Centre one for like the first time ever, and it was like surround sound, massive screen. Oh, is it IMAX? Or was it IMAX? Or the equivalent of? I think so. I can't remember. When that opened about 96? I should, no, I used to work there. It opened about 96? I think it's 97, I think. I might be wrong. Get in the chat. I've watched some stuff there, but not a lot. Yeah. As soon as that Cineworld opened in Ashton, which I don't even know when that was, that feels like about 2010, but it might have been earlier than that. I love the Lowry, mate. The Lowry's, man. Have you ever been there? It's only 7.99, and it's like reclining seats, you've got a table and all that. You're not too close. Lowry Theatre? The Lowry Theatre? No, I mean like the, the Lowry, the cinema, not the theatre. Oh, sorry. no, I've been... The, uh, the, sorry. sorry, it's, you know, in the Lowry shopping centre, but... I have been a... Keyside, it's called. I watched officially. the Football Manager documentary in there. <laughs> what? Yeah. How <laughs> was that? It was At the cinema? Absolute nerd fest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's so you, that. <laughs> Sat there watching. Was it just you and one, no, uh, like, about, some of the coaches taking notes? Nine of us, yeah. Have you ever been to a film where you're the only one in the cinema? No, but um, I used to have a Cineworld card. Yeah. And um, let's say the fucking little one's out or staying up in Bams or something like that. And Janine goes out with the girls. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? So I, was, I, I think I did this. I, this sounds like about right. The timing, I reckon, adds up. I just fucking screen hop because we've got an unlimited card. You just yeah. fucking watch whatever you want. Yeah. I watched, I think I watched Elysium and Fury in the same night. That's a good film. Oh, Fury is the one. Is that the tank one? Elysium's good as well. That's decent. Yeah, but that. you can't watch two films in one night. You don't remember either of them. I'm like, I'm that like, same. I tell you, I went to see a good film yesterday, which should be actually up your street. Tell about Emmett Till and mm. his mum. He was an absolute hero, by the way. Um, so that I went, to, I did the thing. I went on my own. I said to Joe, and I was like, listen, because people are gonna go, why are you going to cinema on your own for you loser, yeah. um, Jay? But yeah, no, they will. My missus said that, and then when I told her what I was going to see, she was like, Emmett Till, remind me, and I told her it was. She was like, all right, okay, yeah, fair enough. I actually think <laughs> I'd prefer it. I know. And I thought, it's not the film that I'm going to take the family to see. It's a 12 anyway, they couldn't. And plus, I know it's an important story, but let's face facts. Kids are going to get bored with a biographical film about, you know, what went down in the 50s in America. My missus probably would have seen it, but then it's, who's going to have the kids? When are you going to go and see it? And then 97 questions that you've got to feel. Yeah, and there. it's like, yeah, I prefer it just go at R3 yesterday, watched it. I love a bit of shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Yeah. Right. Are we entering middle age? Is that what it is? Yeah. 
Like, Shit. honestly, bro. It's like, you know, you just enjoy, like, I think it's it, uh, Mickey Flanagan says it. I had like, a right good day because yeah. no one rang me. That's it. He <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Nothing. It yeah. was great. It's like, he, says, he always says, like, boiling. What happened? I had a lie down. Yeah, I had a lie down. <laughs> I just, he, loves, he loves it in the kitchen, just boiling the kettle, just watching the kettle boil. It's better two minutes boiling One of the, the best lines in the world yeah. that people say, a, a boiled kettle never, oh, a, a watch kettle never boils. It does. Just wait. <laughs> Just, just wait. Boiling the kettle over in a bath, just stood there, just being, you know, being left to your own devices. Uh, Abinav Verma says, unrelated stuff, but can Steve do the brew in an American accent since we're discussing Hollywood? It's hilarious. I don't feel like getting cancelled this weekend. You would get cancelled, wouldn't you? Because people would take offence to that. Yeah. They would say you're mocking the Americans. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, really? Can we not even do accents anymore? Is that, is that how we're going? Um, Aaron Quinn says, keeping up with, oh, sorry, keeping with great war movies. Saving Private Ryan, Full Metal Jacket, 1917. That's what I call them. 1917 is very 71 good. 71's good. Is it Jack Harrison in that? Is it Jack Harrison? Is that what it's called? Um, Jack Connell. What are you on? 71? Yeah, called 71, Battle oh, Northern it's... Island. Ah, uh, oh. I think, yeah. Let me have a 1971 film. Um... No, that's completely. I think it's just called something. Yeah, I was about to say that's about that's another war film, but it's about yeah. So Jack, Jack Connell, yeah, Jack O'Connell. Sorry, not well, Jack I Connell. Harrison. You called him Harrison. I called him Jack Connell. So between the two of us, we kind of got there. Um, also, Aaron Quinn said, which loanee makes it through the Eric Tenag preseason training camp and excels next season? You don't. Draws his finest. Where's he gone? He's gone alone, hasn't he? Newport. I might go. Yeah. I think that's a shout out. Um, he needed that because he wasn't really getting anything. I think he got a decent review from his debut, but he's it? played twice since. No, you know what? The ones. Because we're, we're all big Charlie McNeil fans. He didn't on score, this. but um, I think I heard he did quite well. He's, he's out, he's out. Do you know what burnt, burnt my out the other day? Two things. Shoulder shore Atere is not his shoulder shore tyre. Yeah. As we'd all been saying and yeah, I've got corrected. He doesn't know his own name. He doesn't know his own Because <laughs> me and Dave got pelters when we did the academy review and we called him shoulder shore tyre. Like people get like threatening Yeah, when it's someone on MUTV just got it wrong and then everyone ran with it and then yeah. he's, he's uh, corrected us all because he doesn't know his own name. He's like, do you ever remember Saul Campbell who didn't know his own date of birth? I didn't know his own age. You ever seen that video? Right. Ask your mate to ask him about this. He did Nothing a with Saul Campbell actually surprises me. Right, because this this is pretty shock, even from football standards, not to disparage football's intelligence, but come on. He does a video, and I talk about this all the time, sorry if I bore you with this, but he does a video where he goes, thanks for all the birthday wishes, really great, really enjoying it, da, da, da. a lot of people saying I'm 34, I'm not guys, I'm 33, it's my 33rd birthday, don't know where this has come from, da, 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 da. Right, anyway, gonna have, enjoy the rest of my birthday, yep, does an Instagram live or whatever, or a post. How old is he? He's 34. Right. People are going, hang on a minute, you're not 33, you are 34. Like, here's your date, here's your date of birth when this was announced. Here's when you were 18. Here's you announcing you were 30th. Like, that was four, four, years, four ago. years ago. <laughs> so he deletes the post, does yeah. another one where he doesn't <laughs> reference his age. So he literally, I want to know at what point he started getting his age wrong. Like, did he go the, from the 32 is, to 32? Like, like, well, no, I've been asked and someone's gone, how old are you? And I've gone, oh, 38. Actually, no, I'm not 39. Yeah. Because uh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do a post. A post and a birthday post. You're literally Where celebrating. People are saying, <laughs> as if people are saying I'm 33. Oh, hang on. Oh. Oh. No, I am, yeah. 
Like I can understand. Might not have pressed send on that. I remember Paul Robinson <laughs> telling me once, he said about his England caps. And I said to him, I thought you had 42 or whatever. And he went, where'd you get that from? I went, Wikipedia. He went, oh yeah, I probably have then. I went, don't you know? He went, whatever that says will be right. <laughs> so I think that's all right, fair enough, not remembering how many England caps you've got, especially if you've had a few, but not knowing your own age. Do you have that many? Paul Robinson, I think he had 41, I think. Let me Michael Carrick got like 38. Don't, don't get me started. Michael Carrick was a, that's, the biggest travesty in the history of football. 41. Yeah, 41 caps. I don't know, I know because I used to work with him. Um, anyway, Steve, there's a news flash. Yeah, gentlemen and ladies. Valentine's Day is almost here. And by the grace of Cupid, our friends at Manscaped, trademarked, are coming with the best tools to get your boys downstairs ready for the special occasion. I'd like to propose making February the 13th National Shave Your Balls Day, right? I'd like to propose this. Anyone wants to get involved, please do. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to propose it. Maybe Parliament or whoever can make it an actual holiday. Let's have a look. Um, who's with me? Get lucky this Valentine's Day and join the 7 million men worldwide. That has gone up a lot since we started doing this. Um, who trust take all the credit for that. Yeah, I think we should because it's down to me and stay. Who joy, who they, don't, they don't sponsor anyone else. No, they don't. I think they're a bit shy sponsors, so we're lucky to have them. Um, who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist below grooming. Using the code... Howson, yeah? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a link in the description. You get 20% off and free shipping because we all want to look good, don't we? We all look good. We want to look good for our lady friend, for our man friend, for whoever. Whoever we're wanting to look good for, we want downstairs to look the business, yeah? So with the Platinum Performance Package, you know what you get, Steve? You get the Lawnmower 4.0 with the Skin Safe technology. You know about all that, yeah? You get the Weed Whacker for your nose and your ears because men of our age, we are middle-aged, embrace it. We do get a bit of hair where you don't want it. You also get the Crop Preserver, the Crop Toner, yeah? You've got the two-in-one shampoo, yeah, to keep you all hydrated. The Platinum Package is the place to be, yeah? So don't forget, no date night is complete without Manscaped trademarks. Man, we even got Signature aloe vera cologne. and sea salt. Sea salt. Sea salt. Shampoo. Sea salt shampoo. Sea salt shampoo. You get a bit of that at all. Two right? in one shampoo. Why do men have to deal with the two in ones? Women have just got 97 different products for everything. It's it's a mystery and a travesty. It We're ringing up one. with Rishi Sunak because he's on the brew on Monday. <laughs> I think. Yeah, as long as you don't cancel on us. So, 20% off, free shipping, using the code HOWSON. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast, as always. Um, someone's asking, where's Joe Smith? He's not in the draw. He did the overlap over there, didn't he? You've not watched it either, have you? Uh, you call yourself his best mate? Well, I asked him to deliver something which he didn't deliver. All right, so you're like spiteful. Okay, yeah, yeah like, I'm not going to watch I you. I someone in tears. Oh, yeah. To be fair, though, he did all right. He did, like, you've been on it, haven't you? But it was a bit different from you because you were on the couch with a mic and all that. You weren't just with the proletariat sat in the crowd because I had to struggle with that, mate. Why has the, the overlap started off as such a great idea? I think it's deviated from what made it good. 
What, what, in what way? Just to sort of clarify. I know me and you spoke about this, but for the, for the viewers. What it did was, was put fans alongside the pundits. Yeah. Where I feel like the latest episode from the bits I've seen has uh, relegated them back down to sit in the fucking stands and, and watch. Like, they had journalists and stuff on. I thought the overlap was great by not having journalists on. I thought the overlap was great that it was, you know, Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville interacting with fans from clubs. It's like, it's like remember when we started this channel and you went, here's what I want. You put a plan up, you went, I want to do this, I want to do a bit, this, 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 I want to talk to journalists, I want to get ex-players on, I want to have fans on. It's like they went and got all that and put it in one show. And it's too much at once, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, there isn't a much of a back and forth. There isn't really any of that. You have got journalists who then talk for 15 minutes non-stop. Then you've got Neville and, and Carragher. Then you've got the fans from various clubs, so it's like Joe talking about United, whoever talking about Chelsea and Arsenal and all the rest of it. And it just feels a bit like there's almost too much going on. But I thought Joe did really well. If you get a chance to watch it, do watch it. We put it up as well. He obviously got Jamie Carragher holding his hands up because Joe did that a few weeks, a few months ago as well, said to Jamie Carragher, you got it wrong with Martinez. Jamie Carragher now completely holding his hands up. But he makes some good points, Joe, about Ten Hag and how mint he is. I love a bit of that. Um, just as a bit of a non sequitur, I didn't think this was a thing, right? I didn't mean news and I covered it a little bit the other day, but apparently it is like an actual getting grief. Let's get your have take you on it. Have you ever been on Twitter? Occasionally. Right. If we're saying, have you seen this on Twitter, the entire spectrum is on there. Yeah. From wildly, blindly supportive and will accept nothing else yeah. to the opposite. So, no. I don't put any weight in anything on Twitter. I believe that um, Ganacho's out there liking tweets of people slagging him off. Yeah. So what? Yeah. No, Kids I, got I, swagger. I, I, I think as well, I just think it's a bit odd because like, if you're going to find fault with United or whatever, you're going to go, this isn't right. The 18-year-old who started playing for us this season, he's not the reason we might have not as many points as we should have. I thought it was our bright spot. And I, I said this to you upstairs, didn't I? That I yeah. think um, sometimes when you're in the ground and you, you see something, you come out and everyone around you's got the same opinion. And then you get online and everyone's got the complete opposite opinion. Like, how did yeah, this happen? I get that a lot. Very often, I find out what's happened is a commentator um, from one of the live broadcasters said something which has took hold. They pointed something out, either you didn't see in the ground or that, that isn't quite reality yeah but it's it's took hold because i yeah. hear it sometimes i see see people repeat the same thing the same thing the same thing constantly You're like where the, where the fuck is this coming from yeah and it's I, also that I thing as well if that happened where if you're at the ground and you watch say a mistake you might see that mistake it happens and then something else happens and you move on yeah and then on the telly they might replay that mistake well they people were talking about analyze that game, it at half time about martinez is kicking what's it in the face and i was like i have no idea what you're talking about yeah, but no. and people are like you just denial because you don't want to admit it, and you're like, no, Mate, I, I, I no never know what's, what's going on. Do you remember when they did the VAR check? Well, Ganacho getting a red card. I didn't know what that was a few weeks ago. Casemiro's red card. Forget it. Uh, genuinely, that referee could have walked onto the pitch and give anyone a red card, and I would have been, I wouldn't have argued. I didn't know what was going on because it, I'm half blind anyway, and also <laughs> it's happening in real time. So unless you're specifically watching, yeah, that's me. Is that what? Groundsman, Jay. Groundsman. Right. Groundsman. Oh, yeah. Jay, it's half time. Why is he carrying a big fork? Oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm not the guy to go, oh, no, he's got that one wrong or whatever. And you plus, you'll notice, you'll always get people around you who will tell you something like, definitely offside that. Trust me, 
I'm, I'm, I was watching, definitely offside. VAR check, goal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, you had us coming. Uh, you've got that one wrong. Yeah, of course you have. Them sat in front of a screen have got it wrong. But you, you're watching it in real you time. You levered out your head, yeah. Talking to your mate, uh, you've got it right. So, yeah, there's an element of that. But I, I just found it really odd. And I think you always point this out. And it's like so, some people just, when it's United, they don't want to be happy or positive. They want to be negative. Do you know what I mean? There's this thing of like, and it's almost like, and it, it's a shame because sometimes that gets more traction. Like you'll get more interaction if you go in, he's rubbish after a bad game or a game where not even a, that bad really, a game where he's probably not at his best or whatever. People, you know, give you more likes or interaction. Wherever you go, oh, he played really well today. Especially if he's sticking up for someone who's not had the best game. Yeah, as I thought, um, I thought I could see Garnacho trying stuff, and that's all I want for my 18-year-olds is being positive, being brave, and, and having a go. Yeah. And I thought he had a really tough game against Aylin, who just matched him physically, got his arm out around him. And I thought it was a real good test for him that I think he grows from yeah. because he's going to learn from that. But he, got, he had a couple of opportunities. I saw people going, he should have scored. Yeah, he should have done. But Jesus Christ, he got himself in a position to have the shot. He hit the target as well. I know he's it, off line. Wasn't it first time shot as well? Yeah. Do, you, like, do you know what? That is under pressure. And do you know what? You make a good point because Aileen fell off a cliff towards the end because he was knackered because he'd been running after this kid for an hour or whatever or whatever after the uh, game. And you could see that's the shame we didn't get a winner because down that left-hand side, their right hand side, Aileen was gone. You could see. It's they, almost if you'd have bought Ganacho on after Ganacho yeah. had an hour of it. <laughs> you had to see Ganacho. Yeah, because you could see he was goosed. And it was like he couldn't get near like Rashford or Sancho. He was really struggling. Because they I think they'd made all their subs as well and, and they were never going to take him off because they had to make two in the first half, didn't they, with injuries? So it was like he, he did a decent job and it wasn't the best game. I'm not going to sit and pretend it was. But at no part of uh, after that game, no part of me did I think, you know, Right, what I'm going to do now is go on social media and give this kid some stick. Like, I don't know, I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm averse to criticising players. If players play badly, I mean, you've sat here and gone, he's not good enough or he's not done enough or whatever. I thought Fred was shit Wednesday night. I don't think that's a controversial opinion. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think you're on Can I shock you? Yeah, can I show you? <laughs> I don't think Fred played, played that well. I, I mean, Fred's become quite popular among certain set of fans and a certain section of the fan base, I should say. He's a one hang of on, few... hang on. In that melon upstairs, still saying he should be captain. Which melon? Now it down, son. Oh, sorry. The one that sits with his back to you. Um, Dave. Oh, Dave. What? Really? That was that was a uh, an opinion he held or holds. He's got some outrageous opinions, Dave, hasn't he? He does. Like we did. He's also blind, which I think might be. Yeah, because we did a preview once, and his predicted eleven was like I was getting comments about it three weeks later. Like it was like it was. Off the I think scale. he said Fred should be captain. Well, that's. That is outrageous. I mean, I quite like Fred. I think he's, you know, he does a job to a certain degree. But he was, the thing is, he was, even by his standards, was terrible on against Leeds. It's not like that was a bad game. That was a bad game for him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He just, he, he kept getting all things wrong. But even then, I didn't, you know, think that like, I'm going to lay into him, even though, he, you know, he's valid criticism. So it's just a bit weird. But to go after an 18-year-old who... Let's, let's, this goes under the radar as well. And people don't give players enough credit for this. Like, he's available. He's playing. If you, you know, you see people saying, he shouldn't have been in the team. Martial should be down the middle and Rashford should be on the left. Great. Where's Martial then? Was injured. Well, that can't happen then. That's not an option. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all very well and good saying he shouldn't be in the team and a player should be playing. But if that player's injured, then he can't. It's not rocket science. So it's just, I found it all a little bit odd, to be honest with you, that we'll, the kids just won us the FA Youth Cup. That winner against Fulham. 
he's not perfect. He's an 18 year old. We won the World Cup because of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. What? You're right. What? I've, Why I've, didn't we? I've got some. I've got loads of chats here that I've got to get through here because um, because I've left them build up. Clayton M says best war quote is Band of Brothers. You got blood on my trouser. Oh, sorry, Frank. Remember that? I don't either. I mean, Averma says I heard reports say Eric Tenag doesn't rate Marshall long term, but that's obvious since Eric Tenag considers long term greater than 90 minutes. Bill O'Reilly has been a member of the academy for 40 months. Lads, could you do a longer piece about the pre-match routines? Maybe both the under 23s and senior team. I think Steve did a few minutes earlier in the season. Yeah, that, it this did. sounds like uh, right uh, up your street, this my friend. We got in there nice and early for one of the games, so I had a bit of a, a look at what they were doing in the preview, uh, preview in the uh, warm up. Because the warm-ups under Jose make me want to put concrete, and the warm-ups under Oli were the same. And, uh, really? I, yeah, and I was just like, so they do a little bit of an activation, they do a little bit of, of a rondo, and then they were just shooting from 25 yard out, unopposed. Mm. And I'm like, this yeah. is shite. <laughs> I remember like, you chatting to me about this, the shooting thing, yeah. And like... Um, now, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure they do a possession box. Um, like you know, four against four, maybe something like that. Three, something like I can't remember exactly. Top of my head, I'll, I'll, I'll get in early for. Uh, uh, when's the next home game? Le Leicester in it. What is that next Sunday? Yeah, it? I think so. Uh, might try and get in early for that then and have a look. Um, so they do a bit of a possession box and then they do a finishing drill, which is is crossed by a player. Right. With uh, one of the, I think it's two coaches. So there's two lines and there's a coach in front of each line. Yeah. And the coach is just doing a little bit of, you know, making an effort sort of to get in the way a little bit. So the player has to take a touch out of the body, uh, get it out of the feet a little bit before having a shot. So it's not just, so what they were previously doing is there was, there was two lines and there was yep. one coach at the edge of the D and they pass it to him and he'd set it like you would do with under eights. And then they would just fucking belong one from 20 yard out. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And, just, and how many, like there was just people in the crowd getting fucking shot left, it right wasn't, and It didn't seem very, you know, conducive to helping you go into a football match. No, which is mental, isn't yeah. it? Because um, you think they'd exam examine that and make, how can we give ourselves the beast then? I stole, I, I stole Paddock's warm up off the Scousers. You what, sorry? I stole Paddock's warm up off the Scousers. Really? Yeah. We so do you the thought same. we'll have a bit of that? Yeah, I watched it and I was like, I like that. So yeah. Robbed it. So would you do the old Jurgen Klopp? He likes to get involved, doesn't he, in the pre-match pre no, stuff? No, he's nowhere to be seen. Oh, right, he's just okay. a lot of watching, I think. Oh, yeah, he watches, doesn't he watch the opposition as well? Yeah. Um, <sighs> mate, it's all going wrong for a minute. I changed mine, actually, last weekend. Go on. I changed it. Um, wow, what was it and what did you change it to? We do activation. So mine, I'll show you my phone. So for a... For a two o'clock kickoff, I have a series of alarms set on my phone, and I go to the minute on these. Um, right. Team talk. Yep. Uh, quarter one, past one. One fifteen. Yep. Activation. Uh, yep. At one twenty-five. Yep. One thirty-five possession box. Yeah, man. One forty-four attack yeah, versus 144, defense. One forty-four, you know. Um, back inside. Um, at one fifty. Back outside. At uh, one fifty-seven. Okay. So that's my to the minute sort of. See a regimen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I changed it because uh, once to the captain, he said he prefers having the possession box as the last thing they do because it's quite intense the possession box. Obviously, you squeeze your full starting ten into a very small box. We literally just use the side of the box, the the wing, yeah, the yeah. side of a box, so eighteen yard long maybe and maybe yeah. ten wide. Um, and it's a very intense thing. And I like the reason it's intense because 
what you get is you get a lot of passes frequency. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of collisions. Yeah. You get a lot of tackles. You get a chance to do a little bit of pressing without having to run 100 metres for it. So you get a lot of turnovers and, and action almost in six minutes. So you can get the heart rate up and you can get communication going. And I can hear it as well because I like to hear that they're putting detail on the passage or telling each other to turn, you know, you're talking about where the opposition are, where they need to run or take it on or whatever they need to do. And he wants to do that last rather than we do an attack versus defence where we sort of, I put the starting back four and then I use, I fill the subs in. Right. Um, and then we do like our actual final third shape. And I flipped it. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because uh, I wanted to have a bit more of an emphasis on transitions. So. I basically made my own drill with two defenders, centre-halves, starting maybe 10 metres inside the half. Um, the four attackers. Right. So they're overloaded, 4v2. Right. And then three other defenders, which would be your full-backs and your number six, starting behind them. Yeah. So when I say go, the attackers start attacking. Yeah. And those other three defenders have to get back into shape. So the defenders, the two defenders that are overloaded... They have to slow that attack down right. while the rest of them get back in okay, and, and organise. So, Even to a layman like me. So there, there's communication, there's a bit of sprinting, there's getting organised, and there's a little bit of you know an attacking and defending element to it as well. So I, I included that, um, a possession box, and also just a, a three-ball finishing drill with my three forwards. And uh, Joe, the only one who scored was my new striker. <laughs> 12 shots, 12 shots, he scored one. Um, Ronaldo took three, missed them all. Joe Come on, three, Ronnie, missed them my all. boy. Nosa took three, missed them all. Ryan took three, scored one. We was on a mini goal though. Right, okay. Well, let's give him a, you know, give him a bit of a blaze there. Bill O'Reilly says, nice one, guys, half a pint each. Danny says, Joe's the Gea agenda, yet Maguire defence is weird. I don't think he's got an agenda, Joe, uh, against the Gea. I think he questions whether the Gea can work in an Eric Tanag system, which I think is a pretty reasonable question, especially when you look at playing out the back and how he's... De Gea struggles with that. I I've done a video on it today, actually. Oh, have with, you? Um, uh, a keeper that I've just scouted. So is that on your channel? When is that? Oh, is that out now? Went out this morning. All right, yeah. Go and check out Steve's um, Steve's video Some on his stats channel. Stats on De Gea. Stats because you know everyone loves David De Gea. He's you know he's easily in the top three keepers ever to played for Manchester United. I just had a comment on my YouTube channel. Some guy saying, uh, "Just say you don't want Arabs to own us, and you want Jim Radcliffe because he's white and from Manchester." Just spent the last night arguing with people on Twitter about why I don't want Jim Ratcliffe with the debt. I love how people just decide this I, is a, I, tr a uh, truth yeah. and then just run with it. I, we had a clip that went out from me this morning on my news. Um, when I think we put it out on Twitter. I said, you know, listen, I don't care what country you're from. I don't, I don't mind if you're from the Middle East and you buy Manchester United. What I don't want is a nation buying us. No. So I don't mind if it's, I don't mind someone from Saudi Arabia buying us. I just don't want the country or the kingdom of Saudi Arabia to buy us to distract from murdering Jamal Khashoggi or whatever. I'm not into that. I don't care where you're from. I don't care whether you're from Joylesden or you're from, you know, where Florida. Do you know what I mean? I'm not bothered. It's about who the, where the person is and we're not sports washing. I don't want a nation. So if you look at City, it's the ruling nation that bought them. If you look at 
PSG, it's the Qatari ruling same nation. The same Newcastle, it's Saudis. They tried to say it's not, it's private, it is. Do you know what I mean, blatantly. That's what I'm against. So it's nothing about what country from, because I couldn't care less. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't it's, want us bought with more debt. Yeah. And I don't want us owned by a state. If no. you can find someone in between those two things, well, this is I'm here for you. Kind of weirdly, we've managed to talk about something that's on our thumbnail for once, me and you. Because that guy there, Martin Edwards, you interviewed. In his he, front room. In his front room. He's so late. <laughs> so mad that. He's just sat with a former owner of Manchester United in his, his front room. Like, during his time at the club, we won the treble, we won title after title, we broke the British transfer record, and yet, I was saying to you earlier, you know, I remember seeing him on the coat. On Hated. The coat. Hey, he, hey, I remember seeing him on the 99 parade. He was on the bus. Fanzines used to rip yeah, him and I remember one. saying to my mate, what is he doing on there to fraud? Why is he involved? Do you know what I mean? He wasn't liked. With a bit of 17 years of being shagged by the Glazers. Yeah. The, the rose tinting on which we look back on Martin Edwards now is insane. But he He's, wasn't liked. No. It's like David Gill wasn't liked. No. And now people go, David Gill, we need to get him back. No oh, one liked like, man. Yeah. No one liked him when he was at the club. No one's going, I tell you what, we're lucky we've got David Gill. Forget Fergie. Do you know what I mean? He's the Ringo starter, David Gill's John Lennon. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what? But if you look no at the last 20 that. years of what he actually achieved, I spoke about this on XG Files earlier, and it's like, people are like, people say something along the lines of like, you don't want United to be run like a business. No, I've got no problem with United being run like a business. I just don't want it to be in debt again, regardless yeah. of the structure. Well, it's different because it's Enos. No, it's still debt. I don't yeah. want it. And you didn't need that. Now, I think the genie's out of the bottle and I don't think you're going to get it back in because of the sheer value of the club. No. But he ran it like a business. Yeah. Now, some people will say you end up with the Glazers because he took the first step to that when he made us public in 1991, I believe, uh, when we became a PLC. Sorry, I've got a super chat. I need to get it in a minute. Um, but if you look at what we achieved under his ownership, yeah. It was sensational. Like the ground was consistently upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and upgraded. Do you know the last time the ground got upgraded? It feels like it was 1912, but go on. 2006. Do you know when that was enacted? The, under the 2004. Previous... Under him, yeah. before he, like, before since the he took, since got the got took over, and, there's been yeah. no major structural changes at Ultra. Like a paint, you know. Nearly 20 years. That is a disgrace. Same with Callington. It was the filling in of the um, the corners in the top of, in the quadrants. That was the last thing that was done structurally at Old Trafford. He moved us to Carrington from the cliff. Yeah. We consistently broke the British transfer record. Mm. When, when, I don't know if it was him or his dad in 81. Louis Edwards. Um, good question. It was around that time it yeah, changed, wasn't yeah. it? But, you know, he broke it with Keane. Pallister. Um, you know, and then we had mate. Rio and Varon, yeah. and then Rooney, like record transfers for a, for a defender, record transfers for a teenager. Yeah. We, we had all of we those We competed. Things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we were making a shitload of cash yeah. as a club. And, you know, he, he cashed out. He made a lot of money himself as running it as a business. But we weren't in debt. No. We were winning the fucking lot. The stadium was getting upgraded and our training ground was cutting edge. What more could we have wanted? And we, we, like you say, he was hated. And the ticket prices weren't mental. Yeah, <laughs> that's another point, yeah. I remember going for four quid back in the day and in the, uh, in, I was in the scoreboard panning on a Stratford one. Uh, but no, you're right. And it's like now people going, listen, I get some owners are preferable to others. I'm not saying they're all the same, they're not. But you can have different reasons for wanting different owners and certainly, you know, where they come from isn't one of them. Derek Best, who's been a member of the Academy for 26 months, says, what director would you want to make a movie about either 91, uh, Cup Winners Cup Final, or 1999? That's a good one. I'd want Spielberg, mate. He tells a good episode. It's like, it feels like that uplifting type of 
triumph over adversity, sort of, you know, Spielberg-esque type thing. Frank Miller for 91. Oh, that's a shout. Let's make it weird. Yeah, yeah bit, bit comic booky, bit violent. Hey, Might use his goal, but like when he when he hits it, it like spins a bit, and like you get the other perspective as it goes in. Steve's already Steve's already directing it in his head. Uh, Abdul Ibrahim says Carragher annoyed me when he said nobody's waving green and gold scars because we're playing back to well, sorry, we're back to playing well. I hate that. I line. can't respect Pundit's absolute weapon. Joe, to be fair, I noticed as well. Joe replied to this and then got spoke over. You can hear Joe saying we were reigning Premier League champions in 2010 when the green and gold campaign started. You know, we went to three Champions League finals in, th well, yeah, three and four years, whatever it was. Or two, sorry, in three years. Um, so Three and four. Three and four, thank you for helping me out there. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just just a lazy argument that's not born in, uh, in reality. Right, I've got a quiz. I've just put a link in this in the chat. There's this quiz, right? <sighs> right, so we'll do this quiz. Oh, in fact, let me just, sorry, I'm going to go back here. I'm having a night shocker, right? Um, yeah, I'm doing really well here, aren't I? Bear with me a minute. Kino would be a good film. Kino would be a good film. Because you've got, like, a, I mean, we know the ending. Yeah. But if you didn't know the ending, what a mad ending that is. Like, the most successful captain ever and he gets sacked. That is, a, that is madness, that, isn't it? That's Kino. a great Hollywood ending, that. I'm trying to think who would make that a good film. Um, right. Um... Right, I've got a Sabitza quiz for you. Um, what? Sabitza, <laughs> right, here we go. I've missed one question. Sabitza's been given the number 15 at, uh, shirt at United. Which player wore this shirt prior to him? You've got multiple choices. James Garner, Jesse Lingard, Pereira or Matic? Prior to him? Yeah. What was the four? Garner, Lingard, Pereira or Matic? Pereira? Yeah, got it in one. Um, Who first had it? I can't remember that. A former Manchester United player is Sabitzer's current... Uh, sorry, a former Manchester United manager. Right, yeah. These are these are timeless shits, but I'm not doing it. It's one for you. What does Marcel Sabitzer and his father, Herfried, have in common? They are the only father and son with 50 caps for the same country. Both have played for Austria Salzburg, Red Bull Salzburg. Both have won the German Bundesliga. They were both born on October the 19th. Mate, this is taking a turn, hasn't it? It's got to be the birthday. No, they've both played for Austria Salzburg, Red Bull, Sal Red Bull Salzburg. All right. There you go. I mean, you know, Marcel Sabitza was named Austrian Player of the Year in 2017. Which other current Premier League star won the same award in 2019? Haaland. Yeah, you didn't even need the choices there, did you? August 2021 saw Marcel Sabitzer post a childhood photo of himself wearing the kit of one of the world's biggest clubs. Which club's kit did he wear? United, Bayern, Vader Bremen or Arsenal? If it was United, I'm sure I would have seen it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bayern. He's got it. Yeah. Um, Sabitzer and Leipzig lost 5-0 Old Trafford in 2020. What did Sabitzer say regarding Old Trafford prior to the game? Best stadium in the world. 
I saw the stadium on TV as a kid and always wanted to come here. I thought the stadium was a lot bigger. The away side lose every time if the stadium gets filled with United fans. It's got to be the away fans lose. <laughs> it's the, I know it's what it is. I saw the stadium on the TV as a kid. <laughs> Final question. Marcel Sabitzer and Leipzig secured a 3-2 win at home to United in the Champions League in 2020. Which current Liverpool player scored an own goal in that match? Was it Jota, Keita, Kanai or Costa Simicas? Uh, Kanai. Yeah, it was. Well done, son. Um, we, we didn't do it properly, but you got a lot of points. There's a link in the chat there if you want to get involved. There's other quiz there, FC quiz. We're going to be doing some more stuff with them because doing some. There's a new quiz um, app, and I quite like it because they can do like bespoke quizzes. So we're going to get them to do. What's your quiz team got name? I don't know actually. Um, what was it? What was it? I used to. I had one. No, it wasn't a quiz team name. It was. It was my fantasy football team name got rejected. It was called Ed, Everest Drug Dealer. Because you know when Ever was posting them videos, it just looked like he was off his head. So I thought it was quite, you know, and they were like, no, we're rejecting that, you can't have that. What? Oh, go on, carry on. No, so that, that was my attempt at um, a fantasy football quirky name. I can't remember what it is now. What's yours? Quisty Magalero. <laughs> That's good. Did you thought of that? No. Right. Quisty Mag <laughs> Get involved in the chat, let us know. Right, first we're going to wrap up anyway. Um, oh, oh, just on Everest, since you brought him up, I believe he's been charged with homo using homophobic language, but I don't know what he said. Right, okay. Um, Isn't it all in French? I don't know um, about this, so let's just have a quick look. Um, convicted of, or oh, sorry, the former Manchester United player caused outrage posted a video following the Champions League game between his former side and Paris Saint-Germain, which contained homophobic slurs. Jesus, that was years ago. Yeah. Um, is, is that what he's been charged for? Or is it something new? This No, this is the news. This is the story. He's wow. um, in March 2019. Posted a video of himself on social networks following a game between United and Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, using a word that begins with Q. I'm sure you can work out what it is. Um, yeah, so... Not Chris Magalera, no? No, it's not, unfortunately. It's something much less funny. Well, that that's fucking disappointing. It is disappointing. I'm glad you brought it up because I don't think we should just be like, ignore things that are negative about people we like. Not okay. Disappointing to see that. Um, and hopefully can... Well, yeah, he needs to make fucking amends for it. Yeah. And let's have an apology, eh? Let's come out and say, let's not excuse it and say, oh, well, you know, it was in the heat of the moment or I didn't mean it or, you know, I giggle. Just own it and say, that is bang out of order and I shouldn't have done it. You know, we, we've got a lot of time for Patrice ever, obviously. You know, you've done interviews with him and stuff, but that's not okay. And it's not okay for fans to just always back players because there are players and stuff. You've got to call out stuff that is wrong, and that is wrong. I'm not. It's not about that. Santa Notch says, "Yeah, he's, he's um, um, said he shouted in a homophobic equivalent word in French, which their word also implies paedophilia. Absolute nonsense." That's sweet. It's a snowflakes. It's not about being a snowflake by calling out things that are not okay. And trust me, we do it enough with other players of other teams, and you know, just sort it out. Um, what are you up to this weekend? Got a friendly tomorrow with a paddock. Yes. Had a fucking rousing 6-1 win last week. But I'm relieved. You know, honestly, <laughs> you've got me emotionally involved in this thing. Because I looked and I was like, because I saw, I just glanced and see 6-1, I thought, no. And then I looked, 6-1 win, I was like, right, good. Because you've been okay about Probably. some of these losses. Well, I've been okay because the performances have been good. But yeah. ultimately, the level we're at, it's not people's jobs. No. Like, all I can ask for is that performances go in the right direction. We've we played in three different leagues in three years. That's mental. If I make that four, that's that's bananas. Yeah. Like, that's like FC United tackle, isn't it, when it's yeah, we, um, Salford. I think someone's done some research and no one's done five consecutive promotions. Really? Um, so, 
know, it's one of them, isn't it? Can we do that? Maybe. All I can do is turn up every week and try and win. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was chill on it because, in my opinion, the performance is largely... The last one that we lost wasn't good, and the first one that we lost wasn't good. But the two in the middle could have gone on a knife edge. Yeah. So I wasn't bothered because I was seeing good responses and good attitudes from the players, and that's all I can see. And then we had a friendly uh, last week ahead of the game, and the performance again was brilliant. And I thought I, I, th I think I, mean, I was saying to everyone around here, I was like, we're going to win both of these games. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't. We were unlucky in the friendly. Um, but I went into that game so confident on, on Saturday because yeah. I, I knew what we was getting out. Like I had so many players missing the week before. Getting half of them back, I was like, we're going to be fine and we're going to win. And we, we did. And it was a team that was above us in the league. Put six past them. And the perform first 45 minutes was just an absolutely brilliant performance from the lads. Really proud of them. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to be playing again this week, but the league has uh, rearranged the fixture for us. So they left us on a free weekend. So I've got Withenshaw Amateurs from Northwest Counties uh, to play. Withenshaw? We're, we're up know. against it. Yeah. Yeah, they're at a, a, a higher team. level. All right, us. okay. About five leagues higher level really? than us. Um, but yeah, we're playing. And um, I can't really reveal too much about what's going on, but you would do me a massive favour because there's somebody coming down that's interested in doing something with slash four the football team, I could do with it looking like we got a bit of a following. Right, okay. So if you're in the area and yeah. uh, one o'clock tomorrow, I, I believe can, it's free entry. You can read between the lines there with what Stephen is saying. Get so, your asses down to yeah. the Selco Builders Warehouse Community Stadium, which is the greatest stadium name I've ever heard of. Um, I, get your I'm impressed with you remembering the name as well. That's get your asses down, FOC. Should be a competitive game. Yeah. Not expecting a victory. Just want to see a performance and keep the, the momentum going. It's the Louis van Gaal style of management, that. Louis van Gaal was famous for, if his team got beat 3-0 and did what he told them to, he didn't care. If they won 5-0, they didn't do what he told them, he went mad. It's like, <laughs> it's not about whether they win or lose, it's whether they do what I asked them to do. Uh, well, so I'm all not, about that. We're not meant to win this game. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. So all I want is a good performance if they win, and they win, not scabby, but they win because they performed. Brilliant, that bodes brilliant for next week. But we got, in about three weeks, we've got first and second in our league. Yeah. If we're going to get promoted, you need two big results out of them games. Big results out of them games. Um, you've done a little thing for us on Marcus Rashford. It's going a few goals tomorrow. In tomorrow morning, so that'll be your video for tomorrow. Uh, go and check out Steve's channel. Go and check out Stratford Paddock FC as One well. One o'clock, Selco Builders Warehouse Stadium. Come on, get down there, man. Within Listen, Shaw. if you're in Manchester, you can get a tram basically to the front door. Oh, can you? Yeah. Right, no excuses then. And a free on match there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right, I've, I've got. To, I'm sorry, I've got to put a disclaimer there because we're going to get so many people in trouble when they go, oh, Steve said they were free. They're not free. If you don't want to pay for the trap, that's up to you. I'm not recommending it because you get a fine if you get caught. Trust me, I know about them ones. Uh, but thanks to that, Steve. Uh, big thanks to Manscaped sponsoring the podcast. The link in the description using the code HOUSING, 20% off and free shipping. Check out the quiz as well. I'll put in a chat. Big thanks to FC Quiz. Um, thanks to Steve. I'm in Jay. This has been The Brew. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.